welcome to the Wholesome Adventuring Funville podcast. My name is Nick, and I'm your Dungeon Master for Season 1. Without further ado, I present to you the Wholesome Adventuring Funville podcast, Season 1, Revenge. Well, uh, hey guys, there's some weird plant things having their way with Bogdar. Alright, can I try and, like, run in? I'm, yeah, I'm oh, gonna absolutely. run in also. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rage as I run in. Yes, Alright, let like me bring some of you guys a little closer. I'll, I think there. we kind of entered the ship at the very least while uh, all of this was happening. And let's roll some initiative. I'm so on edge. 18 for traffic. That's a big old six for a Jaffas. <laughs> 11 for Emmy. It's a very surprising 19 for Glenaren. Hmm. Very uncharacteristic. Quite. We switched. Yeah, he's really, really on it there. I'm sorry, I messed up. I rolled a six, but I didn't select my token, so you might want to change that amazing 22 to a six. <laughs> Oof. You're nothing if not honest. Wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I lied. that so uh the um one of the plants i suppose saw ujafis kind of looking in and it's got the drop on um and it looks towards ujafis and it realizes that there's more people here and then he goes back about his business um licking Bogdar. Bogdar, give me a constitution save, even though you're not there to know that what's happening. 22 with a net. Dang. Oh, dang! <gasps> <laughs> Alright. You only take two necrotic damage. Alright, now that's nothing. Nothing. Do I still have heroism? It, would, it lasts for a minute, so... Oh, okay, sweet. Up to the Wait, DM, how long should I have rolled initiative as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoops. That is an 11 on my initiative. A big ol' 11. All right, I'll say you get another three turns of heroism. Nice. <laughs> you were knocking those doors down pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. And heroically. Uh, and uh, <laughs> trying to answer your question, I believe no one knows you're here. All right, awesome. I guess I'm just chilling in this fight. Oh, okay. Uh, Glen Aaron, when a friend's in danger, you step up. That I don't know. Um, <laughs> They're uh, plants. This is your thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I see these. These are plants, and they look like totally normal plants to me, right? So, um, I'm going to, uh, try and use, uh, speech of beast and leaf to, uh, I'll, I'll say, uh, Hey, uh, plant friends, uh, that's our buddy. Can you, can you leave him alone, please? <laughs> um, all right. So give me a persuasion check with advantage. Uh, that's an 18 for uh, Leaf Speech. Nice. And uh, the one that that was licking Bogdar kind of looks at you and uh, the, the vine that was more red in color that you assume has been the one licking him, uh, it, it kind of retracts and goes back inside of this collection of vines then let's call it a head, although that's just a bunch of leaves. 
it actually kind of like splits open in two vertically and you can swear that it's shrieking at you um but it just sounds like a really harsh whistle through the trees um you don't understand that uh, I, I think we're good guys. I think I convinced them to to leave Bogdar alone. I'm I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure they're they're our, our friends now, and I'm not gonna take any action. Cool, right. cool. Let's go to Thapic. Oh, um, I probably can't see through the door from where I'm standing. Boop. All right. Uh, now that I can see Bogdar, I would like to. I'll call out a healing word to him. Uh, up on your feet there, Bogda. I don't know why you're laying down on the job. And he can have ooh, an unimpressive five points of healing. And then not I probably... I don't probably okay. notice this plant thing, so I'm just going to go walk off. You probably don't notice the plants. I noticed some of the plants, but I don't think I'd noticed the one that could have taken an opportunity attack. So I would not know to avoid that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, it doesn't take an opportunity attack. Interesting. All right, good to uh, know. None of this ever happened, really. Uh, so, Bogdar, you just took five healing, but you're still in uh, diabetes coma. <laughs> it was all the cookies, goddammit. <laughs> And uh, with that, we go to uh, initiative 17. And uh, one of the plants drags Bogdar deeper uh, into the room. And they start to wrap him up uh, in the vines that are on the wall. And it proceeds to, quote unquote, lick him again. Give me another con save. Gross. All right, I got this. I got this. 16. All right, well, we know what happened. Uh, wait, nope. This is not the dust. This is the lick. Different DC. All right, you take uh, only five acid damage. Or, sorry, the from the lick. <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, the other one proceeds to lick you as well. Give me another concept. That is a five. Alright. And that is 14 necrotic damage. Alright. Emmy. Um, okay, so I said I was running in, so I'm gonna, like, just full-on charge in as far as I can get with 35 feet of movement. Um... Uh, and can I, oh, I've got no idea. Can I try and, like, pull Bogdai out of the room as much as I can? Interesting. Uh, okay. Give me, I mean, uh, little. <laughs> give me an that. athletics check. You are pulling against the strength of the vines that have them tied up. Okay. Oh, that's a five. <laughs> you take one of his boots off. <laughs> so mark that down in your that, items. Like the inertia of it. <laughs> mark that down in your items, Bogdar boot. Not going to give that back. That was right. uh, your action to try to get him out of the grasp of these vines. Um... Uh, all right. Um, that's all I can really do. Um, all right, that's the end of my turn. All right, Bogdar, how you doing? I am excellent. I'm in Dream World right now. There's all <laughs> kinds of dwarf women and mead just flowing like rivers. <laughs> Give me and a constitution yeah. save. That's a six. Thank God I don't wake up, because if I woke up from a good dream to see a gnome in front of me, oh man, that would have been the end. 
<laughs> to realize that the gnome stole your boot. Yeah, and stopped my good dreams. Um, so the good news did pick up four temp HP from heroism. The dream. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you do not wake up from your coma. So let's go to uh, your dwarven brethren, Mr. Barbarian. Well, I'm going to rage as I walk in here. And I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I think I have a long sword. I think I, I picked a long sword up at some point, right? I think they had one at the back of the bar in the uh, brothel. Right, yes, yes, yes. That's where I got it from. I'm going to long sword this weird vine thing. Does an 18 hit? 18 hits. All right, so it takes uh, six slashing plus two. I'm mad at you damage. <laughs> and with that, uh, it stops licking Bogdar, and it seems to sort of turn towards you uh, and split down the middle and just screech at you and then fall to the ground, uh, lifeless, motionless. It's now just a collection of vines on the ground. Cool. That's all I can do. Don't you have multi-attack? Oh shit, you right! I forgot I was level 5! I'm gonna attack this one too! <laughs> level 5! Level 5! Are you one-handing or two-handing your sword? I'm just one-handing it. Okay. Uh, 16 hits. Alright, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so it takes... Uh, 7 damage total. All right, it turns towards you and screeches at you. Um, and then screeches over at Glenaren, but it does not fall to the ground. And is that the end of your turn? Yes. All right, let's go to the invisible woman. Okay. So I want to sneak up as close as I can to the door and just kind of poke my head in and see what's going on. All right. And nobody knows this, but you kind of just poke your head in and you see that uh, some of your friends are fighting these weird green men-shaped things and that one of them, Bogdar, uh, is just passed out, tied up in vines in the corner. Um, okay. Then, I think Freya isn't going to do anything. It's just a, f a couple little plant dudes, and I think the other people got it. I'm going to save my invisibility for um, later. All right. Well, then, it is uh, one of the plant dudes' turns. And uh, having the uh, the bonds of trust broken between itself and Glenaren, uh, uh, it's going to lash out at Uji um, with a plant-based vengeance, very vegan. And it's going <laughs> to strike at Uji with a ten. That's not going to hit. And then it's going to come back with a Bulbasaur Vine Whip with a seventeen. Ooh, that'll, yep, that'll do her. All right, you'll take nine slapping damage from the Bulbasaur Vine Whip. Have, Have two, two, four. four. All yeah. right. Glen Aaron. Uh, Glen Aaron's going to shed a tear. Uh, he's going to walk in here and uh, he's going to say to his plant friend, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, friend. Uh, I, I, I felt like we ha we shared a bond there for a moment, but uh, I can't have you attacking my my buddy here. So uh, take this, and I will uh, cast Shillelagh on the ore that I'm carrying, and I'm a basher nice. in the head. <laughs> oh, oh Shillelagh! That did not roll an attack. Let me 
try that again. Oh, that's a 10. 10 hits? Oh my goodness. That's 12 bludgeons. Oh, wow. Okay, you just smush these vines down onto the floor with your shillelagh. And uh, I, guess, I suppose that'll do it for me. I'm, I'm going to kind of kneel down on the ground and uh, over over my once plant friend and uh, say a little prayer to him for him in druidic. I don't, I don't know. And let's go to Thafik. I will move into the room. Oh, there's a plant thing over there that I can't quite get to. I will also try to pull uh, Bogdar away now that there's just one plant thing holding on to him. Alright, give me an athletics check. I'm excellent at that. Three! <laughs> <laughs> you take his other boots. Bogdar's now barefoot. <laughs> the customary, can I use acrobatics for this? <laughs> Can I do backflips until he's loose? <laughs> exactly. What about the what about the feet smell though? Because Bogdar doesn't take his boots off to sleep. Oh no. Uh, definitely a DC twenty seven con save for everyone. Or oh, I can't beat that. Drop down, I go. <laughs> uh, so Thefik, you have a boot in your hands. Mark it down on your item sheet. Sure. Uh. Bogdar boot. Uh, well, since that failed, I'll go ahead and cast another healing word on him. Okay, this is starting to concern me a little bit. Uh, Any time now. That will be six points of healing. Nice. Alright, and with that, um, the only remaining plant uh, is going to look around and he is going to uh, screech and try to wrap his face vines around um, Emmy's face with oh, an lovely. 11 versus AC. That's a miss. No, that's totally a miss. And then he is going to... Um, he's going to lick Bogdar. Bogdar, give me a con save. 19. Oh, good, good. All right, you only take two necrotic damage. All right, didn't even shoot through my temp HP. <laughs> and Emmy, this thing just tried to wrap itself around you, but you dodged it. All right, I'm laying in. Just like, I'm just going for a straight, like, punch to both, like, I know there are no ears, like, they're just leaves, but, like, where the ears would be, just, like, one each side. Here we go. Uh, so 13 on the first one. That's a hit. Um, and it's a natural one on the second. That's not a uh, hit. Uh, and then it's 18 on my offhand, like my bonus action. All right. So All right, the 13 so... and the 18 hit. Cool. is a total of eight points of damage. Oh, that's exactly what you need, is you just pummel this thing into a juicy plant mess. And you all feel the air kind of clear up a little bit. And um, some of the vines that were growing over the window kind of shrivel and retreat, and a little bit of sunlight comes into the room. Bogdar, who is no longer wrapped up in the vines, is still fast asleep on the floor. Uh, shoeless. Honestly, it's pretty but it's probably better this way. He's, uh... It's nice not hearing everybody talk down on, I guess. We should just leave him here for a bit, let him rest. 
<laughs> Does anyone have a blanket? We'll just like tuck him in. We'll come back for him. I, I mean, there's plenty of vines here to. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like you would hide a car in the forest. I'll druid craft him a blanket out of uh, leaves and vines. <laughs> nice. It matches the decor of the room. Alright, sweet. So should we keep on going, guys? Alright. Does I anyone want to see... help me? Sorry, you go. No, you can finish what you're saying. It's okay. I was going to say, does anyone want to help me like, try and drag him out of the room? I feel like we should get him away from all the plants. Well, uh, I could try something to wake him up. You Can got I cast, something. Uh, dispel magic on him? You're going to try to cast dispel magic on him? I will, yes. All right. Uh, let's see. Apparently this party has abundant dispel magic. So that's what <laughs> I <said. laughs> Uh well, you know, I didn't need those third level spell slots anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, give me a wisdom check. Oh, that's not good. That is an eight for wisdom. All right, you can definitely tell that he's under the effect of something, but uh, it seems to be outside your uh, uh, the realm of what you can control. Uh, well, uh, apparently that doesn't work so good. I, um, I'm not sure I, I'm fully aware of the capabilities of the, of this spell yet. It's it's still pretty new to me. All right, can I go over to Bogdar and like slap him in the face and be like, "Wake up, you racist bastard!" Yeah, give me. And then I'm striked with advantage. With advantage, nice. Fifteen. Bogdar, what's your AC? Ah, it's eighteen. Oh, you get a fistful of armor. Ah. <laughs> also mumbles something about gnomes in his sleep. That's very, very offensive. I lift up the boot, like smack it down on his chest. <laughs> right. Did you end up taking the tavern brawler feat, by the way? Yes, yes, I did. Okay, you're proficient with boot. If you want to try to smack him again with advantage. That would be a 25. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you nail him on the face with his own boot. I'll say that boot is a D6 of damage. It's a metal boot from his chainmail. A D6? Alright. Plus your, um, plus your whatever tavern brawler skill you're supposed to be using. Tavern brawler modifier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's plus uh plus three all right so you beat the shit out of him with his own boot for five damage uh bogdar give me a constitution save 14 oh you are still asleep oh. <laughs> all right well that didn't work while all that is going on can i kind of go ahead i want to see what's up ahead yeah, yeah, I'm just going to leave them to this and do that as well. <laughs> You're going to leave them to beating the shit out of Bogdar? Just going to have fun with this, guys. Uh, so, the two of you uh, and oh, uh, Freya, at this point, have you made your presence known? No, I'm still sneaking around. Alright. So, you all have the same idea, although you may not realize that Freya's there, too. Uh, and you take a walk down this little hallway, and let me draw it out a little bit. Fefik will accompany the 
uh, will accompany Uji, since that's who he's pretty sure is going to be the best at taking hits for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they seem to have that totally under control, so we might as well, you know, divide and conquer, I guess. Do it for the cast. All right, so um, you guys, you see this hallway down here, and um, on the right side of the hallway, there's like a super elaborate um, sort of stained glass uh, half wall from midway up and then to the ceiling. Um, and then at the far end, there's a door on the right side, and you see the stained glass. It's um, yellow and purple. Um, and it's a lot of hearts. And then there's like a, a saying um, that's sort of written out in the stained glass. And it's a quote attributed. Um, it's a quote attributed to uh, Blackburn. But you're, you're fairly certain that it's uh, he wasn't the original sayer of that quote. As it just says, hey, baby, take a walk on the wild side. And then attributed to Marin Blackburn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you see on the other side of the stained glass, um, it's a shitty job, so it's not like you can see clearly through it. You just kind of see the silhouettes and the shapes on the other side. And you're counting four, five, six humanoid dark silhouettes on the other side. Some as close as right up against the glass, possibly touching it. Some 20 feet down uh, further into the room. And they aren't moving, but they're swaying a little bit left to right. But they're not walking around or anything like that. I think they're having a dance party in there. I kind of want to see if I can sneak into the room. I'm just really baking that their backs are turned and maybe they won't see a door opening. So <laughs> you want to move forward and then uh, sneak off into this room that has all of them in there? Yeah, I do. And I'm kind of going okay. to go up here and just kind of like look further into the room to see like, you know, if I can see anything else. Because I don't know if she's sure. doing that. She's invisible. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so let's see. You see a silhouette here. Like that. Um, just kind of all over the, the room that's in there. You can tell that this room, whatever it is, is quite large. Uh, and Freya, you want to try to open that door real sneaky-like? Yes. And give me a sleight of hand check to see if the door squeaks while you try to open it. Twenty-two. Nice. You're able to open up that door uh, without anyone uh, noticing. Uh, and as you make your way in invisibly, if that's a word, uh, let me place these poor women. As you see that the room is full of, um, well, not that you would know, but you just see these um, extremely wounded, pale looking uh, young women dressed in a similar manner to the young woman that you freed from the net. And they're just sort of standing in the room uh, with a dead-eyed stare looking forward towards the stained glass. Okay, can I look around the room and see if it looks like there's anything important in here? Yeah. You look around the room and you can tell immediately that what this is is a very large dining room. Oh, that's the wrong color. Let's get the right color. Apparently, I'm OCD. <laughs> I get it. So it's a very large dining room. 
and there's these long tables laid out with really ornate uh, tablecloth and candelabra all lit. Uh, there's food laid out, and the food is all rotten and untouched. Um, this silverware, you know, is worth more than what you pay a servant in a month. And um, it's just this amazing dining room, and uh, the saying, uh, you know, now you're seeing it in the stained glass, and it's backwards, and it doesn't mean anything anymore. Uh, and on the far wall over here, um, on the left-hand side of this drawing, there's a giant portrait of Marin Blackburn in the nude, riding a oh, horse. That's disgusting. Uh, and the horse kind of like tastefully hides Marin's, uh, you know, nether region. But he's uh, extremely muscular, and he's drawn as if he's a foot and a half taller than in real life. Uh, and he's in the nude, except for uh, this giant sword that he's holding and pointing towards the horizon. And the horse is like in mid-prance. And then there's finally uh, two doors on the far wall. Okay. I want to... Sorry. I want to see if I can sneak to the door that's directly north of me without causing any noise and drawing attention to myself. So you're saying that you want to back out into the hallway where you came from and check out that other door? No, it, so the in the room that we're in, it looks like there's two squares. Are those doors? Oh, south. I meant uh, south. I'm sorry. I got uh, <laughs> in my head right now. Okay. <laughs> so you want to go uh, to the door immediately south of you and try to open that one again? Yes. Okay. Um, let me... Yeah, okay. So give me a stealth check with advantage. I want to see if your footsteps are noticeable to these uh, to these zombie ladies. Twenty-one. Okay, you're good. As you just kind of like tiptoe like a Disney villain to the south end of this room, and you, um, when appropriate, you walk around some of the tables. When appropriate, you crouch down and crawl under some of the other tables. So as to not get too close to some of the zombie uh, ladies. And you get to that door and give me a sleight of hand to open the door. Uh, a 10. All right. So you open the door and you hear the door go as it's opening. And then in a like a uncontrolled reaction, you kind of just close your eyes like... You're like, oh, damn it. And as you open your eyes back up again, you see that you're looking into a very, very dark room. And um, you hear immediately behind you, um, the breathing in the zombie lady behind you has changed. And you're kind of fairly certain you've got her attention now. And you're looking out into this dark room and suddenly that room is flooded with pink light. And you see this heart-shaped bed in the middle of the room covered in satin sheets and it's rotating and rotating. And suddenly you hear this loud music, just this hot, oh, sexy no. saxophone solo on loop. And you see that on the bed, there are three dead women and they immediately just leap up uh, feral, um, crazy, and they just start running straight at you. They don't know you're there. They don't know <laughs> I'm here. I'll, I'll allow you to make a deck save and try to get out of their way. It's 12, dang it. Alright, with the 12, the first one trips over you and falls. And at the very least, that one is very aware that you're there. But I'll leave you on a bit of a cliffhanger. Um, as I assume, Emmy, you've been continuing to beat the shit out of Bogdar. 
Well, I wanted to try and like, you, you know how like when people are unconscious, you used to like use smelling salts. I want to kind of like try and use his boot as like a smelling salt yes. to try and like <laughs> shock him away. <laughs> He's probably cool. immune to his own brand though. <laughs> it's powerful brand. Oh uh, right? yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, Bogdar, give me a con save from the nasty boot being shoved in your face. That's a nine. <laughs> As he continues to be asleep. I'm what just else do you under, have for... my, under my breath smells like that gnome. I'd go back to sleep. Right. What else do you guys have under your sleeves? Um, I'm kind of watching that. I kind of chuckle a little bit underneath my breath. But uh, I'll, I'll kind of have a realization and uh, snap my finger and uh, uh, say, wait, I might have something else I can do, and I'll cast uh, Lesser Restoration on it. All right. And, um, mm -mm. Bogdar. Yes. You're suddenly awake. You are barefoot. You're You're lying down in a pile of plants. And you've got the gnome and the druid just sort of standing over you. Ah, killer gnome like... and I kick. <laughs> uh, Alright. Uh, yeah, give me a kick with disadvantage because you don't have boots. And disadvantage to you. Seven. You got a druid. Alright, you're going to miss the gnome. I'm trying to like hide the boot behind my back so he can't see that I've got the boot. What's going on? Why is the gnome here? I was having a good oh. dream. There is no gnomes. It was a world with no gnomes. Come on, we need you. And I like reached out to help him off. Oh, okay. Wait, where are my <laughs> shoes? What shoes? You've never been wearing shoes. I thought I had shoes. Well, you thought uh, wrong. You've been barefoot this whole time. You know that, right? Where's the next door? Show me to the next door, and I immediately just run out of the room. <laughs> all right. Really quick question to all of you: How many of song "Careless Whisper"? Yeah, yeah. So essentially, when she triggered that door and the pink lights came on, uh, the saxophone solo from "Careless Whisper" started playing on infinite loop. <laughs> and I now I know what we're all googling at the end of this game. Uh, <laughs> oh no, not that song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and My by mind the way, just immediately went to the uh, sax man guy. The sexy sax man, yeah. That's a different one. So let's roll. Initiative because as Bogdar runs out of this room, uh, Bogdar, you just hear off in the distance, uh, careless whisper start blaring, uh, and you see a surge of light coming out from behind that uh, stained glass. And the rest of you that have been sort of looking on in the area, you you finally see this too, and you see that whatever's been going on in there, it's really agitated the uh, shapes that are in the other room. Oh, and I realized. I didn't have this open. How's this looking? Yeah, that's looking good. All right, I'm just going to roll one big initiative, and what's going to happen is they're probably going to kill somebody when they gang up on them. <laughs> oh, but that's just, that's just easier than... Uh... <laughs> it just seems easier. Okay, Uji, Careless Whispers got you sort of hopping into action. Freya left the doors open behind her. And you All saw, right. uh, you're seeing the shapes on the other side of that stained glass window are really agitated. Okay, well, seeing that they're agitated and seeing that this guy is right up close, I'm just going to go ahead and grip my sword in two hands. And take a swing at it through the glass. Oh, yes. oh nice. 
Okay. Uh, give me an athletics check first to see if your swing is going to be hard enough to break that glass. That's an 18. Yeah, no problem. All right. Strike to hit. Roll the attack. That's an 11. Huh. You smash through the glass and the glass goes flying. Uh, and it says, uh, uh, hey, baby, take a walk on the. And uh, it's not attributed to anybody anymore. Uh, however, <laughs> this uh, really feral, fast, crazy undead girl just goes, ah! and just leaps out of the way of your sword strike. It's almost like she could tell you were about to hit. Oh, dang. Well, I'll, I'm going to try to attack again. Uh, for a 14. That's going to hit. Alright, so it does uh, 12 slashing and 2 mad at you damage. Oh, dang, it's right. Well done. So that's a total of 14 on this poor Pretty girl. Pretty sure I got the two-handed damage, right? That's 1d10, right? Yeah. Uh, two-handed damage, yep. Cool. Then, yeah. Alright, and are you going to end your turn right there? Uh... Yes, but I am going to uh, bonus action rage. Probably before you attacked, so that you could have that rage damage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Emmy, uh, you hear a saxophone solo, and suddenly you hear a window smash. Alright, uh, so I'm going to run out of the room. Following Bogdar, still holding the boot up. Um. Uh. Can I. Can I see Uji with like the smashed window? Uh, yeah, you see Uji standing on one side of the smashed window, and you see an undead girl looking right at him standing on the other side. Alright. Um. Can I get up to them with my movement? I've got 35 feet altogether. Uh, sort of, but it is a half ball. That's exactly your height. Um, I suppose if you wanted oh. to attack, you could do like a jumping, spinning kick. Um, can I... Yeah, can I... This may go very, very badly, but can I try and like literally like vault up and like headbutt? Can I crouch down so I can launch her through the window when she comes and jumps across? Because she's gonna <gasps> run through us. She can jump across my back and I can launch her forward into the window. Or it's one of the zombies. I think... It's time. Throw the dome. <laughs> I'll allow Bogdar to use his reaction to give you advantage on your leap. <laughs> Right. Um, so you run and you shout at Bogdar. Uh, Bogdar, you turtle up in order to give her a better platform? Yep. Can I... Okay. Go big or go home. If we're doing this, can I spend a key point to do Step of the... I think it's Step of the Wind and my jumping distance is doubled? <laughs> 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 Crushing tiger, hidden dragon. Let's go. What is the what is the jump distance? Is it your strength score? Ooh, that's a good question. In in five e, they have a thing for jump distance when you have a running start. It's either strength score or half your strength score, something like that. Oh, my strength is not great. Uh, uh you cover a number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least ten feet immediately before the jump. And so what's your strength score, Emmy? Is it eight? Uh, so my strength score is... Where is that? Uh, 13. Oh, damn. All right. You can literally jump 26 feet from Bogdar. Hey, like strength <laughs> score or strength modifier? Score. 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 Oh. So Whoa. from Bogdar, you can jump 25 feet. Who would you like to attack? You have four zombies. Um, okay, can I... I want to attack the one that's in the center of the room so that I've got, like, the most options. Like, right here? Later on. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
All right, perfect. Uh, so you jump yeah. onto Bogdar, and you, uh, <laughs> Bogdar turtles up, giving you just the perfect platform. And uh, I'll say that you shout, Step of the Wind! <laughs> As you jump off him, and you just go flying like a cannonball straight into a headbutt at the zombie girl and give me an unarmed attack with advantage. That is 24. Alright, 24 hits from your headbutt straight to this girl's midsection. Alright, and uh, that is four points of damage. Alright, and, and that's just I'm your first hit. attack. And so, my second attack, I'm gonna uh, raise up the boot and like whack her around like the hip. <laughs> the D6 boot of power. My improvised weapon. So that is. Oh, hang on. Was that with advantage or not? That's that not, one, no, but a 14. So that's hits. a 14. All right. That hit. Sweet. And that is six bludgeoning damage. All right. And you send a few teeth just flying out from the boot uppercut. All right. And uh, bonus action, I'm going to. Grapple her. Um, I think bonus Protection. action might have been your step of the wind. Does that cost a bonus action? So it means I can dash as my bonus action. It says, hang on. So it says spend one key point to make the disengage or dash action as a bonus action, and the jumping distance is doubled for the turn. That's so your call. Oh, okay. So you didn't dash, so you uh, you do get to bonus at- uh, action attacker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. um, can I grapple since I am a tavern bowler? Yeah, you can try, yeah. Cool. So that's going to be an athletics check from you. Yeah. She gets a 20. Come on, internet! <laughs> oh my god! That's a five! <laughs> Damn it. All right. She's a little too spry for you to try to grab onto her. Uh, I'll say that you're holding on to her ankle, uh, but she still has full movement. <laughs> she just kind of takes you along for the ride. I'm just like a little dazed from like actually doing that like cool leap from the through the window. Yeah, you might have a concussion from that like gigantic 25 foot headbutt. Um. <laughs> And right, with cool, that, guys. you are in the middle of a room full of zombies that act on the same initiative. Wait. Uh, so let's see what happens there. Oh, the boy. first thing that's going to happen is the one that you've been punching uh, is going to retaliate against you. Uh, and she's going to try to bite you uh, with a 22 versus AC. Oh, yeah, that's going to hit. All right, you take five piercing damage from the bite. All right. And then she's going to try to scratch at you uh, with her very gnarly uh, nails that could use a manicure. That's going to be a 14 versus AC. 14? That just misses. Nice. Armor class is 15. Another one comes running straight at you uh, with a bite of a 24. Yeah, that is. (laughs) For six piercing. And then a scratch of a 13 that's going to miss. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, Uji, the one that that you um, attempted to uh, slash at with your sword, or I believe you did slash at her with your second attack, Mm -hmm. uh, she's going to attempt to grab you and pull you through the window um, using her crazy whip-like tongue. So she's going to try to wrap it around your neck with a 24 versus AC. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. Alright, and you will take uh, six piercing damage from that tongue and she will use her second attack to drag you over the window and down, and you're currently restrained by her crazy tongue. Alright, 
And what we'll, that was uh, half to three, correct? Yep. <laughs> this one's gonna come running at Uji. Um, and the first uh, bite attack is gonna be with advantage on Uji, and that's gonna be a 13. Heck no. Nah. And uh, the second is gonna be a scratch attack, and that's gonna be a 13 again. Also heck nah. Uh, Uji, I do have some good news. As you're getting strangled to death, um, two thoughts come to your mind. The first is, oh dang, I'm getting strangled to death. <laughs> the second is, hey, these tables are full of really, really good knives. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> but most importantly, you're getting strangled to death. <laughs> oh, oh we'll, we'll deal with that. Easy. <laughs> It'll be something to consider. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the zombies runs past the invisible Freya without knowing. Freya, do you want to take an opportunity attack on it? Uh, Yeah, I will. All right. So um, let's see. <laughs> It is right next to you as it's running by. It has no idea you're there. Um, slash away at it. I do believe you've got the nine lives, Stealer. Yes. Advantage. And advantage. From being invisible. Ooh, that was okay. close. <laughs> a 26. All right, but that's a 19 on the D20. The Wait, nine lives, Stealer only kicks in on the 20, right? Yeah. Oh, that's so uh, close. So yeah. what does that what does that mean? Does it mean that it works as like a regular dagger then? It's a plus one dagger, whatever, yeah. So under normal circumstances, I believe it's a plus one dagger, but uh, on a natural 20, it's got some like more special abilities. Like uh, it, it's a con save or it auto kills them, I believe. Oh, if they're less okay. than 100, if they're 100 HP or less. Yeah, yeah. So presumably the zombie, uh, for example. <laughs> yeah. But still, sixteen damage. So sixteen damage is awesome, but you are no longer invisible, uh, and yeah. it was running towards Emmy when this happened, and you just like slashed at its back, uh, and it left a piece of its dress and skin on the ground near you. Gross. Uh, and it's coming. Okay. It's coming straight for Emmy with a bite. That's going to be a 12 versus AC on the bite. Nope. And then she's going to try to scratch your eyes out with a 19 versus AC. Oh, yeah, that one hit. All right. And that gets you for eight slashing damage on her crazy fingernails all over your face. <gasps> and uh, now that there's suddenly this non-invisible uh, tasty treat in the room as well, this one's going to come running straight at Freya. Oh no. You gonna try to bite you with a 19 versus AC? Oh yeah, that definitely hits. <laughs> That's gonna be nine piercing from the bite. Um, and then she's gonna try to scratch at you while she's biting you and that's 18 versus AC. Would yeah. you rule that Thefik could see or is the window not gonna let him see that? Um, I think think you can see. Do you want to try to cutting words? Yes. I would like to strum a horribly discordant note on Rat Bob and attempt to distract with a reduce that roll by 7. Nice. So the 18 becomes an 11. Okay, so that doesn't hit me. Perfect. Excellent. And, and then the one that tripped over you is going to bite at your ankle. Okay, I'm sorry. So, the first one... How many zombies have tried to attack me? He did the first one? Yep, so the first zombie uh, attacked you twice, and then he stopped the second attack. Okay, all right, got it. And then now I'm doing the uh, the one that tripped over you while you were invisible? Yes. Um, and uh, she's kind of tripped over you, and now that she can see what she tripped over... Uh, she tries to take a bite of your ankle with a 12 versus AC. No, that doesn't get me. And then she's going to try to scratch away at your leg with an 18 versus AC. Ooh, that got me. And it hurts a lot. 
That's going to be five slashing damage. And then the zombies that are inside the spinning room of love can't get through because their friend's blocking the door. And they're just going to sort of sit back and try to shove through her, and they can't. And they're just going to scream out uh, in feral rage there. Freya, it's legit your turn. Okay, then I'm going to first yell, Y'all, there's a terrible painting over there. Don't look over there. Don't look. <laughs> and, and then... Everybody looks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to um, attack the one that's directly to the north of me. North this time. I got it right. You did. Oh, I got a natural 20. You did get a natural 20. I owe you a constitution save. 10. So, you feel your dagger just emit this strange pulse that gives like a sinking feeling in your stomach and you just see uh, the, the young girl's skin just turn to this like crispy black color as she falls to the ground and turns to dust. Ugh. You have eight left. That's so ominous. Okay, then I want to disengage and kind of make a break for the door. The north door? Um... Uh, yeah, that's probably best right now. The north door. All right. You have enough uh, movement to get through it. Do you want to do that? No, I want to stay in the room. Okay. So, like, just here near the door like that? Yeah, perfect. All right. Glen Aaron. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of these, uh, dead not dead things and I'm gonna I'm kind of freaking out a little bit uh, but I'm gonna try my best to help as many people as I can and cast a gust of wind uh, right along this well that's not gonna work right along this line here so um, I'm gonna hit Uji but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna miss the little one, um, but I should hit every all of these zombies in that line. Perfect. Ten, ten and do one. they make that save on their turn? Uh, starts the turn. Yeah, uh, strength saving throw, or be pushed fifteen. All right, that's gonna be a hell of an initiative thirteen. So you just turn on the uh, the hair dryer. And you set it to max. And we'll see what happens as the hair just starts blowing behind them. And are you doing anything else? No, that'll do it for me. All right, let's go to Shoeless Joe Jackson. All right, I'm going to immediately dive through the window. To the front of this, to the front of the zombie on the cross. Real quick, did you ever see that Simpsons episode where someone uses Ralph as a brick when they throw him through the window to give a message? Yeah. Yep. So that's my image of you jumping through this window. Excellent. And then I uh, I grab my shield and I point it towards all the zombies and I say, By the Iron Mother, be gone, thoughts, as I cast or use my child <laughs> divinity to turn undead. <laughs> so uh, I need well, to... Uh, <laughs> they need to make me a wisdom saving throw, all of them. Nice. Uh, <laughs> real fun. quick, this is not also, for anyone. Oh, go ahead. If they're uh, if they're below CR half, they also die instantly to it. Uh, let's see what they are.
dream and all 